Welcome to Cash Call. Listen live as expert sales trainers give actionable feedback on real calls while you learn coaching tips directly from the professionals. Cash Call, everybody. Dale Archdeacon and Brian Curtis back for another week. And uh, yeah, it is, uh, I don't know when you're going to be listening to this, but it is going to be May real fast. And uh, yeah, I can't believe it, man. I feel like we just closed out March and all of a sudden, you know, I'm speeding through April. Um, so I think we, did we just get a chat? Somebody asked something about transcript. Yeah, it looks like someone's got a transcripting service that they're using and asking if we want a copy of it so that uh, I guess we can have a transcript. Copy the, tra I'm recording this. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, go for it. Um, Isis, why don't you just drop our, um, my email address in there. You can shoot it over to me. Uh, cool. So today, Brian, I got a call we're going to listen to. And uh, what about you? You got anything for us to listen to? I do. So, you know, I always kind of try and be prepared because we end up being flexible. You know, that's a nice way to say that uh, we're winging it. I'm just kidding, but we're <laughs> flexible. But we're doing a couple of calls. One, I cut down to about 30 seconds simply because the point is made that quickly. And I've got another one that's a little bit longer. So, you know, just depending on where we're at on time, we have an opportunity and uh, hopefully we have some good stuff to share with people today. Sounds good. Um, I'll go first. I'm gonna, this is one of our clients uh, from one of our training, from one of our teams that trains with us. And so let's listen to this agent. Hello, Morgan. This is Josh Maynard from Keller Williams. How are you doing this morning? Are you scaring your sound? Yeah, Thank you. Oh, did I share my sound? I was reaching out to you. Uh, Hold on. All right, let me try it again. Look at that. Technical difficulties, right? One more time. I'll, I'll this time I will click the button that says share sound and then you'll let me know if it happens hello hello Morgan this is Josh Manning from Keller Williams how you doing this morning hey good how are you hey I'm well I'm well thank you for asking so here's what I'll say he uh matched her first word she said hello he said hello he introduced who he was where he's from and he used the salutation how are you doing today right good he did a great job getting his intro script in there and we're going to hear a couple of good pieces the guy did. And of course, you know, since you and I are here to to help people improve, uh, we've got a couple of things that we can help him with. Nice. I was reaching out to you because uh, you were looking at some homes in Virginia Beach on my website. Um, so yes. I, wanted to, I wanted to ask, were you were you looking for a move soon? You looking for your next place? Yeah, we are probably around. So it's not quite the script we tra tra train, but it was close, right? Wasn't quite there. It's more like, hey, are you planning on making a move in the next few months or are you just window shopping, right? We want to give them the alternative. His didn't have an alternative. It was, are you looking for your next place and are you looking to make a move, right? So they're basically two of the same thing. So little, just a little nuance that I wanted to point out. Well, and let's talk real quick why we do that. Because my guess is this person's not an incoming phone call. So- nope. We are doing interruption marketing. They're working, they're watching TV, they're hanging out with their kids, whatever they're doing. We're interrupting them and we want to give them an out so they can have a conversation with us so they don't feel like they're going to get sold something. Now, of course, we're still going to try and sell them something. But when we say, or you just window shopping, they're like, oh, thank God, I don't have to, you know, it's an out and it allows them to take their guard down, which actually makes our job significantly easier. So not a crisis that he didn't do it. It's just that it's going to make it the discovery potentially a little bit more challenging. Right. Yeah. I like to, I like to phrase it as we uh, give them permission to say no, because essentially, you know, 
when we approach them as a salesperson, when they say, I'm window shopping, I'm just getting started, uh, we're not ready yet, those are all forms of no salesperson, I don't need you. And so what we, we just give them that option to say their no to us so they can get it out of the way. And, you know, like Brian said, we're good salespeople. We don't care. Would you like to say no or yes? I don't care either way because we're still going to have a conversation. Yep. Around, um, around June, like middle of June, we're hoping to find something. Gotcha. Are you guys, um, I, I recognize the 540 area code. Do you guys currently live in the area? We did. We actually just moved um, to Virginia Beach last year. So we've been here for a year. We rented, but I think we're kind of looking to buy something now. Okay. Now, I want to throw something in here. This did not follow our training or our procedures. This is a recent call upload from one of our clients. Right now, as we said, we're at the end of April. She said we're looking to find something in June. Our training says follow the no, and we are always focused on now or sooner. So. She said, not now, what he would have wanted to do instead of the question he asked about where they live now or whether they're in the area, he would have asked something like, oh, what's important about June? Or how did you decide on a June timeframe? He would have followed the not now so that he could unpack it and understand it better. We find that to be the best, the most productive process. Yeah. And I obviously haven't listened to this phone call, but I think he really missed an opportunity there. It's as we do this broadcast, it's it's April 26th. If you want to buy a house in June, you need to look today. I mean, this isn't, uh, I don't know about you, but I feel pretty confident there will be people on my team writing contracts that are going to close in June this weekend. Yeah. So, you know, this is not far away. <laughs> and buyers sometimes have a different perception of that. As an agent, we have to be careful that we don't go, oh, surely they know if they want to close in June, they need to start looking now. They might go, hey, I want to close in June. I'll go work the first week of June, look for a week and a half and close at the end. Yeah. That's not how that stuff works. Right. And, and we make too many assumptions as agents that clients understand how our business works. If you're doing that, stop it. Yeah, exactly. You know, another question that he could use into the face of that would be, got it. Are you are you looking to get moved in in June or are you looking to start shopping in June for a, you know, a move in later on? Or something right, like those that. Those are two very different things, right? Right, and a lot of times, Michael is in December. You know, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Where about are you? Uh, where about are you staying at? Uh, we are right off of um, Holland Road in Virginia Beach. Yeah, yeah, Holland Road, and like, what's the nearest intersection? Hit hey, pause. Yeah. Why, why are we trying to figure out where this person lives? Are we going to like go over to their house and knock on their door and say, go look at houses with me? <laughs> right, this right. Uncomfortable conversation that she doesn't yeah. want to have. There's no upside to it. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to point that out that caught when I first listened to it, it caught me and it caught you too. And so I, I can tell you this is an eight minute, 23 second call. He ends up booking a, a buyer consult with her. She's really nice. She told him whatever he wanted to know. They're first-time buyers. They've never bought before. And so that little what intersection are you at didn't screw it up for him. But again, Brian, that's the thing we talk about so often, right? It didn't screw it up this time, but it was creepy. You know, it was almost like, oh, I'm outside your window. That blouse looks nice on you. You know, like that level of, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. And so I, 
I, I like, we like to point that stuff out because even though it didn't screw it up for you, uh, agent, it could have, it could have been weird. And so you just have to think about how you do those, especially when you're only a minute into a conversation to be, to ask your question in that way. If what you're trying to do is you want to figure out where they're located in the town that you're in or the city that you're in, I think it's always easier to start by saying where you are. Oh, Hey, that's great. You're in the whatever area. I live near Chestnut Hill. Where are you guys at? Right. Start with who you are and where you're at. It takes the weirdness level down a little bit. Yeah. And I'll go back to a question that I guess I might have known, but I really, you know, by doing cash call, for those of you watching, I learned stuff from Dale. I'm not, uh, I don't, I'm not the all knowing. I learned stuff from Dale. And the question that, that one of my favorite questions that I learned from Dale, at least to do it, I think I probably did it sometimes and not other times. Do you currently rent or do you currently own? Now, I think it was pretty obvious as we got through this, but I love that question for two reasons. First of all, it's a present tense question. And Dale and I've talked about this a bunch. Present tense questions don't have stress. When would you like to move? I don't know. I got to talk to it. And I'm freaking out, right? Maybe not quite to that extreme. Do you currently rent or do you currently own? Everybody knows the answer to that question. If yeah. you don't, you've got a bigger issue. So, Oh no, I'm, I'm currently running. Awesome. You know what, you know, and looking at your rental, what kind of things would you like to change in the house that you buy? All of a sudden I'm doing discovery without having to ask them, what do you want in the house? And, you know, what don't you like about your, or, Hey, what do you love about your current house? If they, if they own it is a, is a great question. And guess what? Everyone loves to talk about themselves. Like it, it, it really goes. And the reason, the other reason I love this question, obviously it wasn't appropriate here or, or relevant I listen to too many phone calls where we forget to people ask people if they have a house to sell. Yeah. Like it, it drives me nuts when I listen to a phone call and I'm like, do they have a house to sell? Did we miss a listing appointment? That drives yeah. me nuts because uh, two reasons. First of all, someone else is going to come behind them who's better and is going to go on a listing appointment with them and then tell them, you don't want to work with Brian. You, you want to work with one agent for your buy and sell. You just signed the listing agreement with me. I should be your agent. And they go, oh, all right, that makes sense. And by the way, it does make sense. I'm not even making that up. So don't miss that opportunity. It's so, so important. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, so I'm done with that call. So like I said, you know, otherwise the guy, I, I feel like, you know, he's a little bit newer and was stumbling a little bit with what questions to ask and where to take the conversation. And it also might've been that she was, um, she was very amenable. Like she didn't give a lot. She just was mostly like one and two word answers. She was polite, pleasant, but not a lot of extra, you know, chit chat. And so he had to sort of drive the conversation himself. But, you know, I think that in there, there were some opportunities also throughout that call to build some more rapport. And those are things that are super important and something that you learn from experience. But if you, you know, if you're working with a trainer, a coach, they can help you pick that stuff up faster. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's funny, I said to my team, we do team meetings on Wednesday. I said this, find something to get better at. And by the way, the thing that I was best getting better at, communication, sales, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Why don't you think about this? Talk to 100 people and you convert three. Not bad numbers, by the way, oddly enough. But what if you talk to 100 people and you converted five? You know, That's because no one has ever, I'm, I, I'm not, I haven't asked Dale this question, but I feel confident in it. No one has ever told me or you that the thing they wanted to do was make more phone calls. <laughs> no, no one's ever told me that. 
No. They want to have more conversations. They want to have better conversations. They want to be more successful. And no one says, what I would like to do is spend more time on the phone. So don't get better on the phone and either spend less time or spend the same amount of time you're currently spending and have more success. That's what this is all about. That's why cash call type stuff is so important. Learning. So yeah. Anyway. Uh, what do you I'm have for us? Real, I'm going to start with this. I've got two calls and I'm going to start with this first one and we'll see if it, if we're going to play the second one or not. This is basically a cut up call. So the, the intro is cut out because it had her name and all that kind of stuff. But I just want us to listen to it and see what the opportunity was, because in my opinion, there's a huge opportunity that happens because of a couple of things here. So let's listen to this. All right. I think I shared my sound. Let me know if you can hear it now. Oh, Thank you. We're connecting you to a local agent now. Oh, I played the whole call, huh? All right. Hello. Who's going to deal with it? Hello. Hi, this Hello. Is Stephanie. This is Bob Mike. Hi, Stephanie. Um, I'm inquiring about a, uh, a condo for sale mm -hmm. at Highlands Crossing. I'm sorry, you cut out. Uh, what was that again? I'm inquiring about a condo for sale. I want, I want everyone Crossing who's listening to this, because I'm, I'm only going to play another 30 seconds of it, listen to the leads tone tells you a ton. Linda La Vista, okay, yes. Um, Is that are yours? You, it's not mine, but I can look it up real quick. I, uh, are you wanting to take a look at it? Can you pause this? I have questions about it, and can I you would pause transfer us? to you. Pause. Yeah, okay, so if you're on a team, or yeah. with a brokerage. Okay. So if you're, oh, sorry, I hear myself. Let's uh or do whatever you need to do audio wise. I think I'm good. I'm okay. good now. If you're on a team or with a brokerage and somebody says, is it yours? Let's just role play that. Okay, Brian, let's role play this call. All right. So I have, uh, was it in, was it an inbound Zillow? I think so. Inbound Zillow or Realer.com is inbound. Okay. So it was inbound. Uh, so we're connected. Hi, this is Dale with Whatever Realty. Uh, who am I speaking with? Nice, Brian. Hey, Brian. Uh, listen, I see that you've inquired on this property at Whatever, uh, and I wanted to see when you'd like to wait. Hold on. Well, how did this one go? The guy called in or she called him? He called in. It's a he transfer. Called. It's a live transfer. It was a live transfer. And can you go back to the beginning? I want to see how it started. Oh, Thank you. We're connecting you to a local agent now. There's a lot of dead silence. Hello. Hello. Hi, this Hello. is Stephanie. This is Bob Mike. Hi, Stephanie. Uh, I'm inquiring about a, uh, a condo for sale mm -hmm. at Highlands Crossing. Pause. I'm sorry, you got cut out. Uh, what was that again? Okay. So, she, I'm assuming she didn't get the info on which property it was, like emailed to her. Yes, I don't know that. Theoretically, she should have it. Um, usually, when Zillow transfers you, they'll say, "Hey, someone's calling about one two three Main Street." Or, right. But he didn't seem to have that, and honestly, that doesn't always happen. Which is okay. one of the reasons 
that, you know, you have to be careful because sometimes things do not go the way that we planned, right? Right. So yeah. And, yeah. And I want to give the listeners a script for this. So let's say, let's go with the scenario of it got screwed up. And Brian, you're going to tell me that uh, you're interested in a trip, you know, this property on whatever address. Okay. Okay. And then you're sure. going to ask me hey. if it's mine. Yeah. Hey, Dale. So I'm interested in 123 Main Street in uh, Philadelphia there. And it's, by the way, is that your property? Uh, well, it could be. We do carry a lot of listings. I need to look the property up first because we are a large company. So let me check into that. What's what's the exact address? Yeah, 123 Main Street. Okay. All right. So I've just laid the groundwork, right? Large company. We carry a lot of listings. I have to look it up. Now that can work whether you're a solo because your brokerage has a lot of listings, right? And you represent your broker and it works if you're on a team. Okay. So that's the answer. I don't know is the answer, but I give you a plausible, uh, plausible story that could make me the point of contact. So let's take it one step back though. And I'll, I'll ask you your opinion and Dale and I haven't discussed this. Why did he ask that? Because he, because the, how interrupted the, how shaky the process was getting into the conversation to begin with. Yes. And the agent had zero confidence. That too. And, and this was the whole point of me playing this call. It's actually, if you can see it on my bottom, my left-hand corner of my screen, it says not confident. That was what I called. That's what I named this call based on what's happening here. If you come across like you don't know what the hell is going on, you know what the client's going to think? You don't know what the hell is going on. Right. And it, you, and it's funny because I trained on this today during role play. I'm like, I want you guys, if even if you're not confident, I want you to fake it. And, and, and I mean that to everybody who's listening here. I'd much rather hear, hey, what property are you calling about? What you throw me? I don't even know where that is. I've never even heard of it. Perfect. You know, while I look that up out of curiosity, you know, what are you guys looking for? And Dale, I always talk about this. You need to take control of that conversation. Your job is not customer service rep. Your job is salesperson. Your job is consultant, whatever you want to call yourself. It's not customer service rep. That pays $15 an hour. And if that's the amount of money you need, you want to make, you're in the wrong business. You can make a ton more than that in this business if you become a salesperson. So act as if, even if you're not confident. And I'll say this, the same thing I said to my team this morning. If you're not confident in your ability, be confident in our team's ability. You know, so if you're on a team, do that or be confident in your brokers, be confident that, you know, somebody that you can find the answer from, you know, you've got a mentor or a friend, somebody, but you have to be confident or I don't want to work with you. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't as the, as the buyer, you right. know, do you really spend a half a million dollars with someone who says, you know, I really have no idea. No, <laughs> I don't, this is, this is not a $10,000 transaction. This is not a pair of shoes. It's not even a car. This right. is the most important purchase these people make in any given year more than likely so we played just a couple more minutes of it and i think we'll get to you'll see and then, then we can move on i am inquiring about a condo for sale at highlands crossing in bella vista oh in bella vista okay yes um is that yours you, it's not mine but i can look it up real quick yeah that's where you'd say it could be it. ours to Dale's point, yeah, let, let me double check. That could be our listing. We have a lot of them. I have questions about it, and I was transferred. To you hear his ear. 
adaptation. Yeah. I have questions about it. And I got your dumb ass is what he said. <laughs> right. Pause it. And here's what you do, everybody listening. He's when you hear that, you say, and I will answer your questions for you as soon as this comes up or whatever it may be, right? Uh, or I will answer those questions for you. What questions do you have for me? So you need to talk back to him in a controlling, confident, as you said, way, because he's pissed and he's telling you, I, I like, I'm already irritated with how this is going and the confusion. Unconfuse it for me. Great. You know what unconfuses it? Somebody who's confident. Absolutely. You know what? Give me just a second. I'm looking that address up. Find out if it's one of our listings. With that in mind, what are your questions as I'm looking that up? Act as if you know that you're going to get on top of this instead of this feeling of this person's not the right person. Because this guy, and I, I can't read this guy's mind, but I come close. This guy <laughs> is thinking this is not the right person for me to talk to. Right. 100%. That's where their thought pattern is here. So I'll just let's play just a little bit more of it. There's another opportunity for growth here. So, um, they weren't transferring you to the listing agent. Oh my gosh. Um, but they transfer you to a realtor. So, um, if I can, I can pull up the. So I'm going to save Dale the moment. I'm just going to say it. Never tell somebody you're not the listing agent until you have to. Brian, I think what we call this, we call this a training opportunity. I think that's what we call that, right? Where we play this for this agent and we say, okay, let's work on how we actually handle that. Okay. A little bit more. From the MLS. What was the okay. street, what was the number of the condo? Do you know? It's, it's the, the address is one Highlands Crossing in Bella Vista, Arkansas. And it's apartment mm -hmm. 215. Okay. One second. All right. I see here. So this is where Indel and I use a very similar script here. Hey, while I'm looking this up, what kind of questions do you have? How long have you been looking for a house? What's your state? You know, these are opportunities. Instead of we're getting, we're getting dead silence. And that yeah. is something that uh, well, has already, he's not talking to the right person. Right. You know, also, listen, if you find yourself in this position, then be proactive, use proactive language and explain it to the person. Okay. So she's clearly in front of her computer. Normally Zillow will send this info over. So what you can say is, Hey, you know, listen, I, I'm going to get you the information you need, and I'm going to answer your questions for you. Normally we partner with Zillow and normally when they pass you over to speak to us, they will transmit the address and exactly what, what you're looking for. Let me see if it's here. So I'm talking as I'm looking at my email. No, it looks like they didn't send it over this time. I apologize. Sometimes they're inconsistent in that way. What's the address of the property? Do you know the address of the property and the unit number? We have a lot of listings. So we can start that way if you know it, right? So talk them through it almost like customer service wise versus like an order taker, right? So She's she's doing she's a little more order taker than customer service. Let me handle you. I'm in charge. I'm going to get you fixed, right? Yes. And so, you know, and again, um, newer agent, you know, literally been on our team for less than a month. So she's she's making calls. She's doing her thing. And I appreciate Good. that. And a lot of a lot of progress. She role played with me today during our role play. She volunteered to role play. So she knows she needs improvement. She's and, doing and I, and she's I, doing I, she's doing really good for a brand new agent. And so yeah. 
you know, uh, when I said all those things and what Brian's saying isn't a, an expectation that she would already operate that way, this is the improvement stuff. Uh, that's what the really skilled people do, experienced people do, take control of the conversation and talk people through it. And, and I, I hope everybody noticed too, even though she fumbled and bumbled the first part of it, the, the potential client was irritated. You could hear him go, I'm not sure why. I mean, you could literally hear the irritation in his voice. I want you to notice too, even with that being said, once she corrected and started to give him information that he wanted, he still was okay. So yeah. my point is, take, take heed to that. You are going to get some people who are going to be irritated with you. It happens, especially when you're calling them out of the blue. This is an income, oh, yeah. but, but you're going to get people who are irritated. Stay in there and take control of the conversation. You, you take control of the conversation, you've got a chance. If yeah. you let it kind of hang, just dangle around, you're, you're, just, you're not going to have success there. So right. again, opportunity for growth here. Um, obviously, that was uh, not our best phone call we've ever made, but you know, there's still some good things in there. A couple simple rules for me, though. Build rapport, take control. Just yep. take control of the conversation. Hey, Bob, I'm looking this up. While I'm doing that, tell me how long you've been looking. Just give me an idea where we're at in this process. Yeah. Now, Bob could get frustrated and go, I just want to know the information. That's fine. Now I know a little bit more about Bob. But most of the time, 90% of the people are going to answer your question, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, this is making me think that, uh, so we're constantly designing scripting and dialogue training uh, for agents and ISAs, and I'm going to take this and we're going to turn this into some pattern training for people because, you know, as you pointed out, she's a newer agent. She doesn't know this stuff. And rather than her figuring it out the hard way by getting hit sideways with the random ways that people appear, we just create, we can create training around that stuff. You know, just like we train around, hi, you're interested in address. When would you like to go see it, right? That's pretty much your go-to for a whole lot of them. But the, this call is giving us some material that we can create training around too. Absolutely. And I appreciate that. I think that's a, a really great observation, Dale. So yeah. Excellent. it doesn't look like we have time for another call. So You know... We're going to get hate mail because we have to end again, Brian, but these this world can only take so much Brian and Dale for one day, right? So, well, cool, Dale. Well, as always, I appreciate the opportunity to, uh, you know, spend 30 minutes with you, get to, get to have some fun, get to do all this. With that in mind, um, I would love to just spend the last 30 seconds here just kind of chatting real quick and letting people know how to get a hold of us if they're interested and uh, just kind of what we do. Yeah. So why don't you uh, tell them about your business assessment you do? Uh, we'll have them drop the have Isis drop your uh, contact into the chat or you can do it. So yeah, um, by the way, I'm, in case you guys don't know this, and if, if you're, this is the first time you're watching Cash Call, Dale and I are both coaches. So my coaching focuses majority on uh, team building and helping team leaders and a huge around mindset. And so if you don't even want to be a team leader, but you're you're struggling, you have a bunch of limiting beliefs, you have a bunch of stuff that hold, that's holding you back, that is exactly what, uh, what I focus on and help people build teams. With that in mind, I give everybody a free one-hour consultation. And by the way, that's not a one-hour pitch. I don't believe in that. Um, it's one hour of me looking at your business, showing you what opportunities might be there, the low-hanging fruit. One of the things that I figured out, and I know Dale knows this too, is that 
oftentimes we're so inside of our own business that we can't see it. You bring in somebody outside who's got experience and they can do that. So um, in, in there, if you want to reach, reach me, just text that number and say interested. I'll reach back out to you and uh, we'll go from there. Or you can feel free to text me. You can call me on that number. Probably won't answer because I'm busy. But if you text me, I will make sure we can set up a time and would love to talk to anybody who's interested. How about you, Dale? Yeah. So we specialize in scripting and dialogue training for agents and ISAs. Uh, we do intense role play, call reviews, the, the stuff that you hear Brian and I here doing, we do this every day for agents, ISAs, and teams. And we also help team leaders improve their accountability and their lead conversion so that they're getting more appointments set, more closings from their team. Um, accountability is one of those big things that's missing. So two things we do, we do either do a skill assessment, if you're an individual ISA uh, or agent, or if you want your team assessed, or we also do an ISA suitability assessment to see if you or your team are ready to implement inside sales into your business. Uh, so uh, ESIS will drop the info over there. And I just corrected ESIS. It was a skill assessment, not the kill assessment that she dropped into the chat, which is funny. Oh, <laughs> that was funny. I thought you were saying, telling me that mine was a skill assessment. I'm like, not really. No, 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 no. She wrote email to reach out about the kill assessment and, and I say suitability. So I just clarified it was a skill assessment. That's, that's a different uh, training. The kill assessment's a little bit different. Uh, well, we do. We <laughs> train killers, don't we? Like I, assassins. I, we say that our salespeople are assassins. There you All go. Right. Well, great seeing everybody this week. Brian, always a pleasure. Well, I don't know if we'll be back next week. We'll let everybody know. Yep. Um, well, if not, I will see you the next time that we're together and I look forward to it. And thanks everybody for being here today on Cash Call. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Cash Call today. If you like what you heard, come check us out at smartsalescoaching.com and we'll be back again next week.